pack your picnic basket and lace up your hiking boots. It's time to go field tripping. Got a good reason. Welcome back to The Field Tripper. I'm your guide, Amanda Adair, upper school science teacher at All Saints Episcopal School in Tyler. Each week, I introduce you to fun and educational sites that you can visit around East Texas if you have an afternoon, a day, or a weekend. This week, we're discussing discussing sorry our Texas State Park System, and I have a special guest with me, Ranger Boyd Sanders from Tyler State Park. Would you like to say hello? Good morning and hello. Awesome. Um, so... Today, I want to start kind of broad and then and then narrow our focus a little bit. We're going to start broad talking about the Texas State Park System in general and why everyone should visit. So according to my research last night, um, Texas manages over 640,000 acres of land in 89, I think, parks, historic sites, and cult natural areas. Now, I know that numbers kind of recently changed because we added two. So I don't know if I'm looking at 89 old number or 89 new number, but um, but the point is you can find a state park or a historical site pretty much anywhere within driving distance that you are in our state. So parks exist for several reasons, to preserve and protect and manage the lands and resources, to provide recreation, and to provide opportunities for people to come and learn about those resources. And that's kind of the mission statement. Can you recite the mission statement? Not off the top of my head. <laughs> I used to be able to. <laughs> I could, but you put me on the spot. It's okay. <laughs> no, I know it's on the back of the um, the your card. I've got a business card. Yeah, your business cards. I remember that, having to read that. It's like to preserve and protect the uh, natural, and cultural, natural and cultural resources of the state of Texas, Texas and to provide something for future generations. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's on there. We'll we'll pull it out. <laughs> so lots of reasons for, for our state parks to exist. So Boyd, what are some of your favorite parks to visit? Minus your own, of course. Minus my own. Um, it depends on what I want to do. So okay. if I'm doing my main hobby, which is bird watching, mm-hmm. I want to go to Estereo Grande State Park, Ooh, yeah. Goose Island, uh, places like that. If I want to um, see the high desert or something, it it would be... Davis Mountains. Oh, yeah. Um, if I want to get away from everything and be in the middle of nowhere, that's Big Bend Ranch State Park. Oh, yeah. Um, but in the East Texas area, uh, maybe Caddo, Dangerfield mm-hmm. are, are really fun parks. Yeah. Awesome. Very good. What makes Estero and um, Goose Island so good for bird watching? So Estero is right there on the border. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's there's a potential for getting... U.S. species of birds and birds from Mexico. Mm-hmm. And it's just a more of a tropical climate. You get more tropical birds there. Um, so their number of birds is usually in the 300s. Um, we're up here. It's usually eh, about 250, close to 300. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a different kind of bird down there. And then on Goose Island is where the Transgulf migrants come through. Um, lots of potential to see just about anything. Um so it's, it's, it's a lot of fun down there. Right, right. If you're if you're not super familiar with bird watching, we're kind of at a unique place in Texas where a lot of the migratory routes kind of converge before they go over the Gulf of Mexico to get to 
to Mexico. Um, so it, we're kind of in a neat place for bird watching around here as far as seeing different species. So um, at, in your job, what are you involved in when it comes to managing the lands of Texas? So for management, um, mm -hmm. protecting the natural resources, we do anything from um, non-native invasive plant removals. Um, one of our big things that we do that I've participated in in the past was our uh, wildland fire program, mm -hmm. where we're trying to return our forest and grasslands back to more of what it looked like when the uh, Spanish explorers first made it to Texas. Okay, awesome. I know it's one of those where we grow up listening to the Smoky Bear message that, you know, you can't start fires <laughs> and put out all fires, and then we come and we set them on fire on purpose, and it's a yeah. little it's shocking to some people. Yeah, we're in a fire-dependent uh, ecosystem, so it, it needs it to be healthy. Mm -hmm. Just it doesn't need it uncontrolled and That's exactly without right. us knowing that it's happening. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we want to control it as much as possible as much as you can. So if um, our families in this area want to get out into nature, but they're not quite sure what to do, maybe they don't know how to fish or they're not really sure how to camp, or maybe they don't want to invest all, all the gear before they know what, what they want to do yet. What are some options for them to learn more about being outside and doing those typical activities? Sure. Um, state parks is a great way to learn this. Um, just about every state park you go to, not all of them, but most of them will have a state park interpreter mm -hmm. who will uh, help people discover the outdoors, how to do it safely. Um, and then state parks as a whole has a um, program to teach people how to camp, the Texas Outdoor Families. And basically what you do is um, reserve a weekend that they have available. Mm -hmm. And all you have to bring is your food, clothes, um, bedding, and they'll supply the tent and all these things to teach you how to camp. So it's a fun experience where you're learning to do it instead of you've had a terrible weekend and you never want to go camping again. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And then you've invested all that money into all that gear and then your kids yeah. hate it or whatever, which a lot of kids, once they get out there, they love it. That's not really the concern. Yeah. And instead of, like you said, spending two or $300 on camping equipment right. and not liking it, you spend about $75 for a weekend for up to six people and learn how to do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's it's interesting. Uh, my husband recently took a group of students to Big Bend, and some were Boy Scouts and had camped a ton, and some had never been. <laughs> and so it was kind of an interesting mix of the ones that were trying it for the first time and, and trying it out um, versus the ones that knew what they were doing. So, yeah, so if you want to try it before you have to all buy it, then there's definitely ways that Texas State Parks can can work with you on that, on trying some stuff and teaching how to use it. So when we think about visiting a state park, there's some stereotypical activities that kind of jump out at us, the hiking, the boating, the fishing, the picnicking, um, and those are all awesome, and they all exist, but Texas state parks attract a wide variety of people. Um, so see if your family falls into one of these categories. Is your family maybe a fitness fanatic? Um, do you like to work out, but the gyms are the noisy and stinky environments and they're just not attractive? Well, the whole family can use state parks for running, biking, paddling, and other activities that can get your heart pumping. So, Boyd, what at Tyler do you guys have for a fitness fanatic family? Uh, for fitness, we have um, 11 miles of multi-use trails, hiking and biking. Mm -hmm. And the, the mountain bike trails are some of the most popular in the state. Mm -hmm. So if you want to try mountain bikes, um, it's a good place to start. Our trails go from fairly easy to pretty challenging. Um, there's also, you can hike those trails. Mm -hmm. 
and we have uh, another trail, two other trails that are just hiking only um, around the lake. That's a couple of miles. And then we have a, an interpretive trail up at the front that's a mile. So we have, for those that are trying to get into it or want to try it out, to those that are um, gung-ho about it. Right, yeah. right. And there's a lot of benefits to exercising outdoors versus in inside in a gym. Um, for one, just your interest. You don't notice the time passing like you would on a treadmill. <laughs> treadmill yeah. minutes are very long minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but walking around the lake doesn't seem that long. So um, what about if your family is a collector family? Now, we're not talking about collecting state resources. That's that's a wholly different. We're talking about the people that love crossing things off their list. Um, for instance, we at home have a scratch-off map of every state park in Texas, and we are actively trying to visit them all just to complete <laughs> our map. Like some of these parks, we're just running through for the sake of running through it <laughs> to scratch it off our map when we're on road trips. But some people collect patches. They collect other souvenirs. Um, some people are bird watchers, like we talked about earlier. Earlier, and they like to identify types of wildlife, they add to a bird list. Some people have lifetime collection bird list or event collectors. Now, you cannot collect natural or cultural resources from your state park, but you can collect memories, you can collect souvenirs, and you can collect sightings. So speaking of sightings, can you tell us about some of your great American sit-ins and some of the bird watching opportunities? Oh, some of the bird watching. Um, yeah. Usually in the fall, uh, for fall migration, at mm -hmm. the end of September, the last Saturday, we'll do a hawk watch. Mm -hmm. What we're looking for, um, mainly the broadwing hawk populations flying over. I think our record on that was about 5,000 hawks. Mm -hmm. There's potential to see more. Um, then we'll have some more fall migration bird walks. A few in the winter, a lot in the spring, during mm -hmm. spring migration. Not a lot in the summer. It's pretty hot and the birds are hard to find. Right. But um, we do the... the um, participate in the Great Texas Birding Classic. Right. Uh, compete in the big sit category, which we won this year. Oh, really? Uh, in our region, we won. Nice. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's just a fun time. It's to get people out, try a new hobby, do something maybe they haven't done before, improve on the hobby that they're already trying out, mm -hmm. and um, just get outdoors. Awesome. And, and again, if you... If this sounds interesting to you, but you can't tell your cardinal from your tanager, then there are people at the state parks that will help you, that will sit with you, that will point this out. So feel free to contact your local parts if this sounds interesting. Um, also, if your family maybe is an art family, uh, we recently celebrated my daughter's 13th birthday and she wanted to go to Tyler State Park where Boyd works. She brought canvases and watercolors and her friends sat on the island and they painted and watercolored. So there's many opportunities for creativity, whether it's sketching, photography, writing poetry, composing music, playing music around the campfire, um, or just enjoying the sights, sounds, and smells of nature, not not the taste of nature. We're going to leave that sense out, right? Unless you're on one of the edible plants hike with Ranger Boyd, right? <laughs> Usually we look at this stuff on you that hike. You look, you don't taste. Okay. I did a couple of edible plants hikes. Um, and yeah, it was funny when I would hand them like a muscadine grape and be like, try it. And they just have this look on their face like, are you trying to kill me out here right now? Like, no, seriously, try it. Um, so yeah, so... Don't taste the nature unless you know exactly what you're doing. But yeah, lots of opportunities to um, observe and, you know, even like meditation and, and just get out there and commune with nature. Um, so since this is the field tripper, what about field trips? What can a teacher plan for her students at a state park? Sure. Um, our state park programs are designed after the Texas Essentials Knowledge and Skills mm -hmm. um, 
so if, if you're looking for grade specific or something, we can match that with you. Uh, and you j just get in touch with a state park interpreter, that would be me, and we can set up a time and date. Um, the nice thing about it, if your field trip is primarily educational, mm -hmm. that's the re main reason you're coming out, is we can waive the fees for students, teachers, and necessary chaperones. So it winds up being a, basically a free field trip into the park. Um, and that can include a ranger program where we can guide a hike, or do an activity, whatever you're studying, we want to support teachers in the classroom, back y'all up. Mm -hmm. um, I did a, a program a few years ago, kind of seeing how a ranger program affects students in, in their classroom. And this was for public school, but um, we saw a 12% increase in star test scores, oh, wow. a positive increase. And I asked other organizations what they had on similar um, programs, and it was right at that 12% increase in, in STAR test scores. That's awesome. There's a lot of teacher buzzwords going around, the authentic learning and hands-on and all that. Gosh, what more authentic place than actually out in nature? You yes. know, you're not just talking about the bird. Look, it's right there in yes. front of you. So those are fantastic. And, and Tyler's not the only one. There's lots of state parks in this area. There's the Athens Freshwater Fisheries Center that all do wonderful programs. And do you ever go out to classrooms? I do. Um, some some schools don't have buses mm -hmm. or they're just not able to make it. Uh, I can go to a classroom and um, I've done a lot of programs on astronomy in classrooms mm -hmm. um, and wildlife and things like that in classrooms. That's fantastic. And... Keyword teachers, free. It's free. Free, free, free. That is a huge <laughs> word in schools these days. <laughs> what it can is. you give me for free? <laughs> Absolutely. There's also tons of free resources on this, the Texas Parks and Wildlife website. Um, and there are opportunities for teacher training. If you like the idea of taking your kids outdoors, but you're not quite sure what to do, there is a Project Wild um, program that a lot of our state parks are involved in. So look for upcoming workshops and opportunities and printouts all on the Parks and Wildlife website. So I encourage you all to think about the things that your family could do. Maybe a family reunion out there, maybe a chance to unplug for the day, um, maybe learn something new, have an authentic science lesson. Think beyond the stereotypical experiences of the picnic and see how your Texas state parks can serve you. Okay, so let's shift our focus a little bit to Tyler State Park. Can you tell me a little bit about Tyler State Park, like its history and its early years? Sure. Um, Tyler State Park was was a Civilian Conservation Corps park, so mm -hmm. it was um, one of the original 30 parks. It came along just a little bit later than the others, so the architecture there is just a little different. Um, around the 1950s or so, uh, it was heavy on concessions. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of boat rentals. There was um, putt 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 putt. Yeah, yeah. Was the the, uh, <laughs> the nine hole uh, miniature golf course. Right. Um, they actually had motorboats, motorboat mm -hmm. racing, um, water skiing. Sounds kind of crazy. You can't do that now. Right. Yeah. It's a no wake zone lake. But um, there was a lot of these things that you could do uh, that we don't do anymore because we're more on the um, conservation side, the the peaceful, quiet. Um, get out and enjoy nature, enjoy the history of the park. Mm -hmm. um, and that's kind of what we push now is, is what we're looking for now. Okay. So now today, if you were to visit Tyler State Park, what can you expect to see or do out at the park? To see, you'll see um, 
the typical piney woods forest, pine and hardwoods forest through most of the park. Mm-hmm. If you go to the south end of the park, you'll see us where we're restoring post oak and pine savannas. And we're doing that with the prescribed burns we talked about earlier. Yeah. So in those areas, you'll see a lot of wildflowers, pollinators, um, birds that typically are more in open country than in the forest. Um, of course, we have a lake, lots of fishing. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't need a fishing license to fish in a state park. See, again, people free. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Um, so as the hiking and biking trails, uh, sort of probably the best value, and of course I'm plugging this shamelessly, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. one of the best values is the ranger programs. Mm -hmm. Um, you don't get that in other places and it's that way to introduce, to see if you like a new, um, field of study, to see if you like a new activity, um, and just discover things you've never done before. Mm Mm-hmm. And you can find the list of your programs on your website or Twitter or? Well, we post them, I think they're on for the next couple of months on our um, webpage. Okay. And you can go to Tyler State Park and click on the events um, tab. And then we post some some of them on Facebook. Okay, Facebook, gotcha. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you can follow Tyler State Park and see all the upcoming programs and events and whatnot. What does the future look like? What can we expect to see in the upcoming years? There's a lot of changes going on right yeah. now. Yeah. And we have the state, of, uh, the citizens of the state of Texas to thank for that. That's they awesome. really helped with our uh, our, our budgets. Um, we've got our new headquarters that's coming online uh, later this year. Uh, and it has a wonderful visitor center that interprets the natural resources of the park, the cultural resources of the park, uh, and the, the former recreation and the present recreation. Um, we are doing a lot of other maintenance projects, improving campgrounds, improving drives, um, repaving roads, things like that. So lots of stuff is going on out there. That's awesome. So if somebody from Tyler comes and visits, do you have any insider advice or a hidden gem? Make sure you don't miss any tips or tricks or try this at homes for thoroughly enjoying enjoying Tyler? Tyler itself or the state park? The state park, The state park, okay. Um, Sure. Uh, we have our uh, trail map. Okay. Um, has a description of all the trails and about six really interesting sites around the park if you want to get out in the woods. Mm-hmm. Some of them are civilian conservation core sites. Um, one is our beaver pond, which mm-hmm. is very popular. Um, we also have on our webpage an itinerary. If you have just a couple hours, mm-hmm. we suggest like the Lakeshore Trail or Whispering Pines in, Interpretive Trail. It talks about the Civilian Conservation Corps. Uh, if you have a full day, you're staying overnight to get out and do kind of the longer activities, take a paddle boat, um, get on the back backcountry trails, the, mm-hmm. the multi-use trails. That's perfect. That's great advice. Awesome. Yes. My um, daughters love finding the waterfall on the Whispering Pines Trail. That's yes. one of their favorite. They always run straight to the waterfall because <laughs> we don't have those in East Texas. <laughs> Not very Not much. Not normally. Not many. Okay, so now I'm going to ask you a few questions about yourself and your experience. So what led you to your current position as a ranger? A complete and total accident. (laughs) (laughs) I was working in uh, museums here in Tyler Mm -hmm. and saw that um, the the position had posted at at, uh, Tyler State Park. Who doesn't want to be a park ranger? Mm -hmm. It's the coolest job ever. (laughs) But it was in a way that I could take the cultural resource education I was already using, and then also do the natural resource um, so I could get the best of both worlds, the outdoors and the history. Uh, and, and it's just a lot of fun. Yeah. 
yeah, I had same experience. I was teaching and saw a job open for a park ranger um, north of Beaumont. And I thought, when am I ever going to have this opportunity again <laughs> to teach outside? Which, of course, now at All Saints, I do. I teach outside. But um, but yes, it's a wonderful, wonderful position. Um, so what are your current responsibilities? You said natural and cultural resources. What kind of projects do you do? What's a day look like for you? Every day is a little yes. different. So. <laughs> um yeah, we do the interpreter programs, and it's sort of like education. Uh, it's a little different. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a typical day is any research that I need to do for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also the volunteer coordinator, so I handle all of our park hosts, our live-in volunteers, mm-hmm. and any volunteers that come out and help um, work with a master naturalist in the area. Some. What else do I do? Sometimes <laughs> it's helping maintenance right? Uh, do their Painting jobs. And... Sometimes it's helping... Uh, the park headquarters do their job. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just about anything. It's it's doing podcasts yeah. this afternoon. <laughs> I have a, a news interview about scorpions. Oh, nice. So, yeah, it's it's a bunch of different things. It's never the same thing every day. Right. Yeah, that's a, a great part about that job. Um, all right, so when visiting a state park in general, just what advice do you have to get people out there? What should they really know to attract them to get them to the state park? These are 88 of the special places in Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, we have another one coming online a little later this year, Palo Pinto Mountains. These are the places set aside to go explore, to go get lost in. And not mm-hmm. not the bad kind of lost where you don't know where you are. Right, right. But the kind of <laughs> lost where you forget about the concrete jungle. of work and responsibility and you go out and and enjoy the scenery you enjoy family and friends enjoy the wildlife um those are the places to recharge absolutely awesome well boyd thank you so much for joining us today and thank you all for listening to the field tripper feel free to visit my website linked in the show notes for additional info and photos and definitely go visit the texas parks and wildlife website for resources and information and you can email me with feedback or ideas at aadare at all-saints.org texas parks and wildlife did not sponsor this podcast in fact no one did knowing that your students are getting out in the area learning about our world is worth all the sponsorships in the world to me Field Tripper is a production of All Saints Episcopal School, hosted by Amanda Adair. Music credit of Caleb Ott. Until next time, keep exploring. She was a day tripper, one way ticket.